Hello and welcome to Holding Space. My name is Aria and I'm joined by my friend Megan and we cannot thank you enough for tuning in today. We're here to share our vulnerable conversations about topics that connect us as human beings. Our goal is to cultivate a community that shows up authentically by having conversations about human nature, self-awareness, wellness, and more. By holding space for one another, we hope you feel empowered to do the same in your life and create these safe spaces where you can reflect on the good, the bad, and the ugly in order to help nurture and deepen your connections with others. Let's get into it. Every time I come on here to talk to you guys, my main purpose is to not only empower you to be who you truly are as unapologetically as possible, but also to share with you experiences or my thoughts on subjects that have drastically changed my life, improved my quality of life, and support my mental health. That's probably the biggest one. The emphasis on our mind and how it plays into every single day and every single thing you do. How you treat yourself and how you treat others is something that, yes, people talk about it more, which is lovely, but the true breakdown of, I guess, practices and concepts and why they're valuable, and what they look like, and how to achieve certain things when it comes to the state of mind that you're looking for, or maybe just improvement in your overall outlook, your perspective, and your energy levels. And if I can come to you with short chats that are digestible and make sense and maybe you can connect to. That's all I want. With that said, today I want to talk to you about alignment and pursuing your purpose in life. I think this is something that most of us have heard either someone say or we've read it somewhere, but I don't know about you. I remember the first times I would hear this. I understood what it meant, but I didn't know how to find out or pinpoint what my purpose really is. I didn't know how to start. And quite frankly, I was afraid. I was afraid of changing <laughs> the entire trajectory of my life. 
I think we're naturally planners and we try to plan our lives. Honestly, it's very foolish that we do this, but I still do it. So I'm not knocking on (laughs) the idea of having plans and goals. I just think that life is unpredictable and as humans, we try the best that we can to control and convince ourselves that we have control and convince ourselves that there is security. Um, And it looks different to everybody. But anyway, I digress. My point is that I found it very difficult to identify what my purpose is in the sense that, like, how do you truly know? And you hear the cliches, like, when you find it, you'll know. And they say that about love, too. But it's not helpful to the people who are actively seeking it. I think some of us are lucky and we fall into it simply out of curiosity or by accident or through play. But some of us have to unlearn and unbecome either conditioning or things that we were taught. Um, I think that a lot of people have opinions especially in our society where they throw at you what they think you should be, how they think you should be, how you should spend your time and how you should spend your life. And to be very blunt, it's always a one-size-fits-all. And that never works because we're all so different. And I'm of the belief that we all exist and have a natural intelligence and your natural intelligence includes the things that you are drawn to naturally without being told to or the things that you find you're able to pick up easily or they just sit well with you you don't have to force your natural intelligence you don't have to go out there and pay to obtain it And understanding your natural intelligence or your natural skill set was something that helped me figure out, okay, what is my purpose? Why am I here? (laughs) That question makes me laugh because it's the most existential question possible. Why are any of us here? And I, I know, I used to say I think, but honestly, now I know. And it did take some trial and error, but I know that my purpose is to spark change, to advocate, to empower, and to lead. Those are the things that make me feel energetically high. It's very odd to describe if you haven't experienced it, but I feel like we all have moments or things that we do that brings us a certain level of joy that nothing else quite matches that. And so a good way to, I think, explore what your purpose is and figure it out is not just aimlessly trying things, although that will work eventually, I hope, 
but it's to pay attention to your energy levels when you're doing something. And when that something truly aligns with who you are and your natural gifts as a person, you'll feel it if you're looking for it. I get... Overall, I am a fairly high-energy person. I naturally have a lot of drive. I honestly think that's probably because of my experiences and this notion that I've always felt, like since I was a small kid, I just, I don't remember ever thinking that, oh, If I fall, someone will be there to catch me. I have always taken the perspective that, look, you've got you and you can count on you. So that means that I need to build myself up so that I can take care of myself. And while there are so many benefits to being that way, I don't want to romanticize that way of thinking. And I want to make that very clear because as humans, we need one another. And there's no denying that. There's no debating that. We need one another. And when we are together as a community, we thrive. That's not to say we can't thrive on our own, but there's literally no comparison between an individual thriving versus a collective. Going back to how to find your purpose, for me, when I'm creating or when I am speaking or when I am writing, I feel this type of energy that's infinite. And I can literally work for days. That's how it feels. Like, I don't need a break. When I am doing the things that feel aligned with me, I don't need a break. I don't feel tired all the time. I don't feel miserable. I don't need to push. I'm motivated consistently. I'm happy. I'm nicer to be around. My thoughts are clearer. My mind is clearer. I'm far less negative and cynical. And when obstacles come in my way or I make mistakes... They feel like blips as opposed to huge mountains to climb. And if anything, I want that for all of us. I think we've been trained to do the same thing, to think the same way, to look the same, to want the same things. And... What's important to me may not be important to you, and that is our own unique power. There's no comparison in the sense that one of us is better than the other, but that's not to say that one... There is a lifestyle or a life path that is more suiting or more fitting to me than it would be to any of you listening. The value in aligning yourself and finding your purpose is also something that I think is infinite. 
not only does it give you peace, you stop comparing yourself to other people, you stop wasting your energy on things that truly don't matter. And let me tell you, once you align yourself with your purpose, you won't be able to ignore it. Once you figure out what it is, there's going to be something inside of you that no matter what you try to do to avoid it, it'll always feel like you're call- it's calling you. When you align yourself in this way, the only things that matter are the things that you're working on and the people that you love. Stress goes away, anxiety goes away. This is my experience anyway. And when I have conversations with others, they could be exhausted, they could be emotionally drained, they could have the weight of the world on their shoulders. But when they talk about the things that give them life, their purpose, that's what it is. It doesn't matter. None of those things matter. You stop comparing yourself to other people. If that's something that you struggle with, that stops happening. You start to believe in yourself and your unique perspective and your thoughts and your opinions. There's no competition. There's literally no competition when you are pursuing your distinct and unique purpose in life. And when you find it, not only does your energy change, but your whole life changes. I found my purpose a long time ago, but I denied it for forever. And this, I feel like that might be more relatable or more often the case than not. I denied it because the path that my life was already on did not line up with the path that was calling me. And what that would mean if I were to change is that all of the time that I had spent on my current life path before shifting, it brought up this idea that it was a waste. And truthfully, now that I have hindsight, like in the moment before I made the shift, that's what I felt. I felt awful. I felt guilty. I felt like I had wasted time. And for me, time is everything to me. That's why I don't give it to a lot of people. That's why I plan as much as I do. Like time is everything to me. And I argue that it's everything for you too. You just don't realize it. Like what is more valuable than your time? And how you spend it. Now that I have hindsight, life is funny. 
the things that I have spent my life doing up until this past year have prepared me in ways that traditional training wouldn't have. If I had gone to school for the things that I'm pursuing today, I can't say that I would feel as confident and strong and honestly original as I do. This is something I've been discussing with a lot of people lately, is that, like, let me give you an example. If I went to school and I became an engineer and I was pursuing jobs in that field, I have a specific training. I have a specific perspective on any problem that may arise in the workplace or anything that may need a new, innovative way of doing it. And if I'm a part of a team and we're all trained the same way, the likelihood of coming up with something new and groundbreaking and infinitely effective is far less likely than if you bring a fresh perspective in. Someone who has been trained in ways that may not directly apply, but they can stretch what they know and find ways to creatively apply it to the same problem and come up with something that's never been thought of before. So if you're afraid of changing your life or making that shift, I want you to understand that what you have spent your time doing up until this point still has value, even if it doesn't seem like it. I have spent so much time in the business world and educationally I have a science background. And let me tell you, none of the things that I'm pursuing are directly applicable to my experience. But my experience has taught me things that are universally applicable. And I don't know what you have learned or what your experiences are, but we can get into a debate about it. I could find a way to creatively apply your skills to whatever it is that you truly want to do. I guess my challenge for you this week is for you to put fear aside whether it be fear of change, fear of <laughs> wasted time, fear of regret, whatever it may be, put those things aside and take some time to explore what your purpose is. Figure out the things that give you the highest level of energy. And spend some time doing those things. And in your free time outside of what you're already doing, continue to explore with curiosity. I've said this before, but I'm no one to preach to you on how you should live your life, but I fail to see a drawback in pursuing your dream. Pursuing that something 
in this world that calls to you in a way that nothing else does, that brings out parts of you that nothing else can. My life today does not look how I thought it would 10 years ago. But I can tell you that 10-year-old me would be so proud of me today. Because 10-year-old me knew deep down what it was that I had the most fun doing. What it was that I was so naturally good at. What it was that made me jump out of bed in the morning and not, not because I'm forcing myself to have that higher energy. I'm not working for it. I think that we should work for the things that we want to achieve, but we shouldn't have to work for drive and motivation. I think that those things are natural when you're doing something that feels right for you. It doesn't matter how much time or money you've spent on your current life trajectory it really doesn't in my mind I don't want to spend the next 40 years doing anything that doesn't fill my heart my mind and like my entire being with joy if it doesn't make me feel proud and it doesn't make me feel proud because other people are proud of me. If no one else cares about what I do with my life, it wouldn't change a damn thing. And I think that that's a huge part of me knowing with such clarity that what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing. I feel alive in ways that I can't explain. Like, I am so full of life. And I think we all deserve to experience that. And ultimately, what you spend your life working at is so important, not just because it determines your livelihood or the lifestyle you can obtain, but it's also important because Whatever we end up choosing to do for work is what we end up spending the bulk, the vast majority of our life doing. And if you're spending that much time doing something that you don't truly and deeply care about, you're going to feel it 40 years from now. When you turn around and you're retiring or... Maybe you can't retire. I don't know. I don't know what the world is going to look like in that much time. And who's to say we even have that much time. But when you turn around and look at your life, you should get to feel proud of what you did. And I have paid attention to adults my whole life. I've been called, like, <laughs> an old soul since I was, like, 11 years old. I remember being 13 and adults being, like, she's 30 inside, which would make me very old in comparison now. 
but like I am only in my mid-20s and I already look back at time spent and I wish that I just listened. I wish I listened to my heart sooner because, oh gosh, who knows what I would have created. But again, I turn around and I argue with that, that I wouldn't have the level of certainty, confidence, and (laughs) stability mentally if I didn't do what I did actually spend my time doing. I just really hope that you guys aren't out there just chasing a check. Like, I don't know each and every one of you personally, but what I do know is that chasing a check, I know people who've spent their lives doing that and they got the biggest checks that they, bigger than they could have ever imagined. And they don't feel fulfilled. And so I actually was talking to my family about this in the past week that I do need to make a living. I'm not going to come on here and tell you that I don't need money because that doesn't make any sense. But I don't need to take millions or a billion dollars to my grave. And if I have kids, I know that the most valuable thing I can give to them isn't monetary. So in my life anyway, and this isn't for everybody, but what matters to me is that I make an impact. I change things for the better. I don't really care how much money I make along the way as long as I have my basic needs met and I have the ability to make an impact. in as meaningful of a way as possible, which requires money too. But beyond that, like if I had a billion dollars today, I wouldn't know what to do with it other than give it to people who actually need it. I don't need it. All I need is a roof over my head, healthy food to eat, And money to spend on taking care of myself and on my creative endeavors. That's it. Beyond that, like, I don't really need money for anything. And having more than someone else doesn't make me feel good. Especially when I'm not using it and they need it. And if you actually sit there and think about it, I doubt it makes you feel good either. And if it does, you have some work to do when it comes to your ego. And I mean that. It's not to put you down at all. But if you feel better having more than someone else, it's time for you to look at that and why that matters to you. And why hoarding wealth or hoarding necessities is how you want to live your life. I hope that what I talked about today helps you 
understand how to approach lining yourself up with what you're truly, deeply meant to do. And I don't mean it in like a fate or destiny-like way. Like it's cool if you believe in that. I don't know what I believe when it comes to that. I believe that we don't know anything. That's what I believe. But there is something to pursuing what you're naturally gifted at wholeheartedly and putting the things like money, prestige, labels, I don't know, status far and deep in the background and bringing forth your, like the outcome of how you're spending your time. There is something to that. It changes your whole life. It changes your life in the sense of how you spend your time. But it also changed my life in who is around me. It shows me who truly supports me no matter what. It shows me who's actually on my team. It shows me who's for me and who isn't. And the value of that alone is something that is priceless to me. It's hard sometimes to accept when people who you thought or people who you love show you that when it comes to it and you're just trying to be your truest and best self, they can't handle it. They can't be around it. It brings something up in them that isn't constructive or it's not love for you. It's hard and it has changed my life in many ways. But it's changed for the better. Me aligning with my purpose has not only changed how I spend my time and how I feel every day and who I spend my time with, but it's also brought people into my life who are already kind of there, but it's created this group of people in my life whom we all have different purposes in the sense that we're all pursuing different things. We're not the same in any way, honestly, other than we're authentic and we support one another. And having this group of people, especially for me, I never thought I would find value in having a group of friends. And if you've listened to even previous episodes, I say that, I talk like that. I'm here growing with you. And what that means is that now I've actually found the benefit of a group. And the benefit in having these, I would say, five or six people in my circle is that I have people who ground me. I have people who, when they give me constructive criticism, it's actually constructive. And it's not coming from a source of trying to make me feel small so that they feel big because there's a lot of that garbage going on. And I've had enough of it. The people who truly love you will never say something in a way that makes you feel bad. They might say things that make you question yourself, but that's good and that's important. It's brought people into my life who may be in the same place in their journey as me, which is fun and comforting because it's scary. It's really scary doing things in a way that haven't been done before or that the people around you don't do. 
but it's also thrilling. And so sharing those emotions with somebody who's in the same shoes as you, maybe in a different like industry or whatever, but they're also they're building the same thing for themselves is so comforting. And it gives me a lot of strength. And then there are other people who have kind of come to my life and they inspire me and they are people I would love to work with and collaborate with and create with. And all of these things happen so naturally and it happened as soon as I made the decision that no, I'm not, I'm done. I'm not going to do what anyone tells me to do anymore. Not that I ever really did, to be honest. But I'm not going to, nothing I do will be in reaction to what someone is telling me to do. Whether I'm going against that and rebelling or listening and being obedient, that doesn't happen. What I do is solely based off of what feels right in my like heart, in my mind, in my gut, intuitively so. And the changes that I've experienced have been difficult and overwhelming at times, but the joy and the energy and the confidence, the drive, the passion, the desire, the life that I'm full with, I would not give up. And I want the same for any of you who are listening. You guys deserve to feel this way more often than not. You deserve to spend your time in a way that makes you feel good. It makes you feel valued for being who you are. Everyone deserves to feel that. And I really hope that listening to me talk about what has helped me and what finding my purpose has looked and felt like helps you in some way. And maybe if you've already found your purpose, it inspires you to pursue it. And if you're already pursuing it, I hope you feel connected to how I feel right now. If any of you have questions or you have stories or you think you might know what your purpose is and you want to talk about it with someone who has experience in figuring it out and pinpointing it and finding a way to pursue it because that's another task that you have to do. There's many ways in which you can pursue what your true purpose is and finding a way that actually suits you is kind of hard. But yeah, I'll have, um, if you want to do that anonymously, I'll have it linked below. I'll also have my Instagram linked below where you can shoot me a message. But yeah, let me know. I hope you all found this helpful. I hope you have a lovely week. I will touch base with you again very soon. I'm wishing you well. Bye, guys. We are so grateful for you taking the time out of your day to listen to this week's episode. 
If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast to have our episodes automatically added to your library every Monday. You can stay in the know with what is coming up and continue the conversation on our social media. That's Instagram or Twitter at It's Holding Space. Thanks so much. Thank you.